There's some irony about to take place on this show right now. Friday, February 4, T-Row in the Morning Show, Hour 3. TJ, as we look outside, it is a wintry landscape, a tundra, if you will, and now we are going to be joined by someone named Summer. How great is that? Oh, I see what you We got a special yeah. guest. You see what I did there? Special guest joining us right now, <laughs> Summer McGuire, friend of the show from Meals on Wheels. Good morning, Summer. How are you today? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Staying warm. What's it like to What's it like to live your life with the name Summer? That seems like it'd be a fun <laughs> name to live with. Have you been a happier person because you were named Summer? Oh, absolutely. You know, every year at the end of the year, kids would write in my yearbook and say, "Have a good summer, Summer." Ha ha. Oh, <laughs> that was a That was a common one. TJ, don't you think it would be hard to like be a grouchy person if your name was Summer? Doesn't that seem like a the name? The summers where you're, like, I know are nature? bright and cheery. Now that you say that, I yeah. never thought about it before, but they they definitely are. I know a couple of exactly. summers, so yeah. All right, we got something going on, Summer. We didn't just randomly have you on to try to warm our hearts, although you always do that anyway. Uh, summer, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl with a U in it, Super Bowl partnership with Mitchell's Jewelry is about to happen. What is this? Well, it's something that Mitchell's Jewelry has done for the past several years, and Meals on Wheels of Norman has um, gratefully uh, been the beneficiary of it. Um, but February 4th through 6th, so today through um, Sunday, uh, they are collecting canned soup donations to benefit Meals on Wheels. So if you bring in five cans of soup to Mitchell's Jewelry, Today through Sunday, um, you will receive 50% off of uh, one item. So it's great. It helps us wow. with our emergency food pantry um, and weekend meal program. And then, of course, you get an amazing discount from Mitchell's Jewelry. TJ, is there anything that uh, Katie's been wanting? I mean, that's quite a deal. It, right it's there. a tremendous deal. So I'm running through my head whether or not, uh, yeah, there is. Uh, what to explain to people what you do at Meals on? I assume everyone knows, but maybe not. Meals on Wheels of Norman. What What do you guys do, Summer? So we deliver meals. They're hot, nutritious meals to the ill, disabled, and elderly of Norman. Um, since past couple of years, since March of 2020, when the pandemic hit, we've seen a 300 percent increase in clients. And so our services are so needed in the community. Um, a lot of times. We're the only outside contact that our clients have each day. So it's, we like to say it's more than just a meal. And we're actually yeah. this year celebrating our 50th anniversary, so we're super proud of that. And we're delivering an all-time high, 335 meals um, each day 
and um, the food, like I said, goes to our weekend meal program to clients that need a little bit extra help on the weekends or to make it through the day. So this is comes at a great time for us. And what a great partnership with a staple of the Norman community with uh, Mitchell's Jewelry, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Their generosity is just helps us so much, and we can't. We're so appreciative. All right, so you can help, folks. You can help and also help yourself by taking five cans of soup to Mitchell's Jewelry, and you can just leave it and be a good person. Or you can walk into the store then, and you're going to get fifty percent off an item at Mitchell's Jewelry, loose diamonds excluded. Uh, 50% off uh, uh, an item there. TJ, maybe you need a new watch. Maybe you need a, a, a necklace or a bracelet for the missus. Whatever the case may be, what a great opportunity to help some people in our community and at the same time get yourself a great deal there with Newt and Gina and the people we love at the Mitchell's Jewelry. Other than that, how can people help this time? It's so cold. People need so much help out there. What do you recommend, Summer, if people just say, hey, I don't need anything right now, jewelry rise, but I want to help? Well, they can always we can always accept donations at the Meals on Wheels office. Um, they can go online to mealsonwheelsnorman.com. They want to make an online donation, um, or if they want to volunteer, we can always use volunteers. Um, just give us a call, 405-321-7272, or shoot us an email, info at mealsonwheelsnorman.com. Um, and it's fun. It's a rewarding experience to volunteer, and just knowing the impact that you're making each day is just an incredible feeling. People need help out there, folks. Like Summer said, it's more than just food delivery service. Many times this is the only human beings they come in contact with, so it's that it's that uh, human relationship that they crave as much as something good to eat. It's a great program. Summer, you have once again brought light and heat and sunshine into our lives. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, and we appreciate Newton, Gina, at Mitchell's Jewelry, and you guys too. So have a great day and stay warm. Bye, Summer. Bye. Thank you. There you go. Summer uh, uh, asked us to stay warm, TJ. See that? See yeah. how that works? Yeah, no, I, saw, I see how that worked. Yeah. What a I mean, deal, you got to think about that when you name children, right? Like, what kind of a personality is this name going to bestow on my child? Right. I, th- I think if you name someone Frank, you're just destining them to be a grouchy person. <laughs> just a grump. How many Franks do you know that are bright and cheery? Um, I don't even need to like if I I, I got I'm going to introduce you to my uncle Frank. Don't you just assume Uncle Frank is a handful? I I imagine when you introduce me, it's like a he thinks it's a compliment, but it's really an insult as he's shaking my hand. You know, mm-hmm. like hey, that's some nose you got on you there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's what I think of a Frank. <laughs> How long you had that crazy-looking face of yours? <laughs> right. Thanks, Frank. Uh, but Summer, uh, you name your kid Summer, I think they wake up every day in a good mood. 
Now, let's think about your child's name for a second. <laughs> I knew you were going to swing to that. <laughs> Bronx is gritty, right? It's the Bronx is be. gritty. Yes. Uh, it's got an X in there. That's abnormal. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a little bit askew from the other children because he gets to use the X button that most people don't get to use. So he's going to be a little bit his own guy. He's going to be an individual. He's not going to always run with the herd. And he's going to be gritty because that's what the Bronx is. He associates himself with the Bronx, even though he's from a, a circle drive on the east side of Norman. West side. In his mind, he still yeah. he was conceived in the Bronx. He, he was not. Norman, that's right. He was not. He was not conceived in the Bronx. And he's got an X in his name, so he's a little bit of an individual. Have I nailed it? You've pretty much nailed him, yeah. But he's also uh, a complete sweetheart and will do anything for anyone. So, And very much uh, cares for his uh, family and his friends. Yeah, but nobody cares but, about but that. But in the, the wait, world wait, wait, of competition, uh, the world of sports, uh, Gritty is definitely a way to describe him. We named one of our sons Peyton. He is a clinical tactician. Very much like Peyton Manning was. He makes audibles. Uh, right. He frequently walks through the house screaming Omaha for no reason. And he is very... That would, that would become annoying. <laughs> you should probably get him checked out for <laughs> yeah, I'm that. Just no, I'm just okay, back to the Holcomb thing for a second. Okay, yeah. What 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 John do? I am... I gave 10 years of my life to News 9. Yes. I, more than that, I interned there. I worked there. I worked my way up the ladder there. They were good to me, okay? They're very, very good to me. And I've been loyal to them since I left, TJ. I always talk about that's what I watch. You, on the other hand, are a Channel 5 guy. You like Damon Lane. Yes. I always stay loyal to my people at News 9. However, a lot of those people have left, and now Kelly Ogle has stepped aside. Gary England has. Uh, there's not a lot of people there. Dean's about the only person still there that I worked with. Not not the only one, but, but there's not a lot still there. A few. John still does the blitz and all that kind of stuff. I reached out to John last night and said, "Would you? Would they allow you to come on my show tomorrow morning?" For those who don't know, if you're new. John Holcomb used to come on every Thursday with us for an hour. For years, right, TJ? For years. Many years. Many, many, many years. Maybe Ten maybe years? more than a Is decade. Yeah, maybe 10, 11 years, somewhere right in there. Mm-hmm. We had a great time together. Remember It's Good He Missed It, TJ? I, we would play that at I the end of the it. hour? Yeah, I oh, miss it. I miss so it. So much fun. And then he stepped out on us. He left us abruptly. And went and started his own show at this new station. And we wish him the best. We really do. We wish him the best. People move on sometimes. He hit the transfer portal on us, and he went somewhere else, and that's fine. But I reached out last night, and I said, would they allow you, in light of Bedlam tomorrow, to come on my show for a segment and talk a little Bedlam basketball? And he said, they will not. So I'm not upset with John necessarily. I'm upset what? with, you know, come on, the Pop. people who will not allow John Holcomb to come on my radio show. After being friends forever and after having a ten year relationship, uh I'm a little I'm a little peeved about that, I'm not gonna lie. So I might just watch the Channel Five newscast tonight, TJ. 
Huh. That might I, I might just give I it a try. I don't blame you. I don't blame you there. Uh, it would be one thing if they wouldn't let him go on with, like, Jim Traber or mm-hmm. even somebody else at our station. Uh, but me? You're going to do You're that Toby to me? Toby Rowland. Me? After all I've given to the efforts over there? You're going to do that to me? Come on now. So, I don't know. I'm a little hurt. Having said that, if they I, ever I, ask you, you're not allowed to go on that station, just so you know. I go on anybody who asks me to go. I've got a, I've That's got the a, problem. You do. <laughs> I've got, I've got a, a different responsibility with my other job that requires me to go on some other radio stations here, there, and, and everywhere. I get that. You probably aren't super happy about that all the time, but what do you care? It's good publicity for our show, too. Because people uh, may hear me and my uh, witty personality, TJ, my sunny disposition on another show and say, man, I should listen to that morning show every day. Right. That guy is really great. So maybe, you know, uh, it's we, not always a bad thing. We should have had him on as Han Jokum. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I should have done that. Disguise his name, see if anybody would have picked up on it over there. Anyway, I guess I guess that's the way it's going to be going forward. Gosh, man, he's just completely dumped us, hasn't he? Like he, we used to like text us sweet little things about our show when he was listening. He doesn't even do that anymore. Just doesn't even acknowledge yeah. us. That's two uh, people that's broke up with us this year, and we don't know how we're supposed to handle this. Who's the other one? Lincoln Riley. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. By the way, are you following the Brian Harson story? No, so okay, so I saw something pop up last night and it said may not be long for Auburn or something, but it was just a screenshot of the article and then I was really wrapped up in Big Brother and I said I got to go back and see what that's about and I never did. So I was curious last night what it was about, but I did not see the info on it. No. I'm not seeing a lot of reporting from uh, our friend uh, Chris Joseph, who's on the Alabama beat for us, mm. texted me uh, the, a link to the story. I'm not seeing a lot of blue check marks here, and uh, so I don't know, you know, what's true and even what we should be reporting here. But there's a lot of interesting scuttlebutt on the uh, Twitter sphere about him getting fired here soon for some. You know, he's been curiously losing assistant coaches, one of them to Oklahoma State. And uh, now it seems like maybe maybe uh, Brian Harson might be asked to. I was just in his coach's locker room, TJ. I was just staring at Brian Harson's locker less than a week like ago. days ago. Well, I, less a than a week ago. ago. Well, it was last Friday, wasn't ago. it? Or was it Saturday morning? It was last Friday. Yeah, no, it was yeah, last yeah. Friday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and now uh, there's, some, there's some interesting scuttlebutt. Okay, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. I don't know. know so, what are the rumors? I'm not one to spread rumors. Okay. I'm not one okay. to spread I'll rumors. I'll go look you it up find then. It if you I'll go look it up it. then. If it becomes reported by actual journalists, then I'll you know, maybe talk about it. It's a little salacious. Lamar so, Odom had me yeah. locked in on how upset he was over Chloe and their, how their relationship ended, and I couldn't break away to go read about it. So you know what? I'll go find I, it now. I didn't watch, I didn't oh, watch last night. Is oh, man. It, I love Big Brother, man. Big Brother's the best. <laughs> <laughs> 24 hours 24 ago, hours, down. 24 hours later, I'm like, I'm locked in, baby. <laughs> I'll get caught up today. I'll get caught up today. All right, we take a break.
Uh, Porter Moser joins us live 845 to wrap up the show today. We'll take some of your texts next back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Been in business since 1952, leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses right here in Oklahoma or Kansas. Perhaps Hayes, Kansas. I don't know. Not sure if uh, R.K. Black's been up there watering the bamboo or not. Huh. But perhaps. Technology solutions for you and your company, 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Better off with BV. Far more of a class act than mule shoe. Still shocking that he turned out to be such a sleazeball. It may have come in from Mike Steely. Not sure there. I'm not going to verify that number. Uh, good morning from Fort Lauderdale Sooner. I love listening to you guys on my drive to work thank every you. morning. Boomer Sooner. Well, thank you, Fort Lauderdale Sooner. Appreciate it. I love the last three days, all these people letting us know from the refineries and the ranches yeah. and several from Florida and Minneapolis. Who knew and, that uh, who knew that our 11 listeners were so spread out all, across, all across the, the country? States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one likes us I here. I assumed in they were the state but, in Norman. But yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> uh do you think the OU fan base is excited for Dylan Gabriel? I don't think they understand that they are going to fall in love with him. I think so. I think everybody that I've heard from or that yeah. I've talked to is like extremely excited about the kid. Agree? Yeah. No, I think I, they heard, are fired I've up. Heard done, I've heard nothing but excitement. Yeah. And uh, they'll be in love with him as long as uh, he delivers. So, mm. Actually, he's got You've got to do a little more than that. We were 9-0 and last year and not real happy. So you got to deliver. you got to win and <laughs> play great. Uh. Hey now, Tiro, I'm not a conspiracy theorist like that. That was Toby in the Pentagon. You accused him of sending one of the texts earlier. He says that wasn't him. Oh, okay. Uh, I've listened to uh, the other stations in the state, and I'll just say thank God for 1430. I finally have my hair growing back. How about that? You're welcome. We regrow hair. We're so good, TJ. We regrow hair. Uh, you almost got me, uh, Bob, from Cement. Um, he would like us to know what his parents almost named him, but mm, I almost read that. Come on now. I caught myself. Uh, it disappoints me that Hunsiker doesn't close out phone calls like Holcomb did on his favorite show. Just drop with silence. <laughs> <laughs> Remember our final appearance? Uh, he was just gone. Iron privates for the Cowboys! So Plank can go on with pop, but John can't return the favor. I'd find a new syrup to put on your pancakes and flip over to KFOR. Unbelievable. It hurts. I'm not going to lie. It hurts. <laughs> no more syrup. Uh, last one here says, love starting off my day with some T-Row in Denver. That's from Colorado Sooner. Oh, now here's one mm. from L.A. They're just, they keep pouring in. LA, Drake Denver. Dykin says, uh, I can confirm that claim of regrowing hair is purely anecdotal. 
Yeah, that's true. Drake's still bold. He listens to the show every day. That's right. So. That's right. Must be a one-off occurrence. Okay, you ready for uh, my bedlam thoughts on tomorrow? Uh, by the way, Porter Moser coming up 845 this morning. We now Biggest take you key to this... Toby's bedlam thoughts on Thank the ref. Thank you, TJ. Um, biggest key to this game, rebounding. Oh, you got shellacked on the boards by TCU in that category. 42 to 20. OSU is good. OU has to win the rebound battle, not be close, TJ. They have to out-rebound Oklahoma State Saturday. Agree or disagree? Uh, agree. Yes, absolutely. Number two, and both of these next two points, I only have three points, TJ, so this should be easy to follow. Number one, we'll win the rebound battle. Both of these next two points are um, um, in concert with each other, in tandem. Number two, contain Bryce Thompson. Bryce Thompson's hot. Bryce Thompson is an Oklahoma kid. Would you say he's got a strap? Oh, I have... No, he's got a strap. You know what? He doesn't shoot a ton of threes. Let me see what, but, but he can shoot. Let me see what his three-point numbers are this year. Hang on, TJ. Uh, here it is. Uh, uh, 29%. I mean, that's below average. They are not a great three-point sh- shooting team. But Bryce Thompson's been hot. He'll, he'll slice. He'll dice. He'll do it twice. He's playing really well right now. They got to contain him. He's an Oklahoma kid, TJ. I I always maintain in Bedlam in any sport, it means more to the Oklahoma kids. They play better. Remember how great Ryan Spangler always played in Bedlam. Mm-hmm. Now, not that some other guys don't have big games here and there, but it seems like even. Well, I don't want to compare it to Get them Oklahoma Texas, kids and coach them up. Here's the final point. There's only one guy on OU's roster. Well, two. Uh, two. That play that are Oklahomans. And that's Ethan Shagwa and... Uh, and uh, Bijan Cortez. Uh, uh, Bijan Cortez, thank you. My pick to click for OU tomorrow is Ethan Shagwa. Ethan has come back from his injury playing very good basketball. He's an excellent passer. His length, I think, matches up well with OSU's length. I think he'll see significant playing time, and I think that uh, he will be, if OU wins, one of the stars of the game for Oklahoma tomorrow. Ethan Shagwa. That is means we will get play. a rock the Shagwa at some point. Hope so. I hope so. So there you go, Tease. My thoughts on Bedlam. I agree Pretty with, good, huh? I agree with everything you just thoughts. said. One person said you are flat out. What is this uh, Air Comfort Solutions text say? Wrong. Wrong. For OU to About. win tomorrow, they have to score more points. Period. Nah. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Amateur take right there. Uh, by the way, speaking of scoring points, did you see uh, uh, Trey Young went for 43 last night? Whew. 
He's done nice pretty things. Good. He's done nice things at that level. He's pretty, pretty. I believe he went for 48. 40-something 40, 40 in his lone bedlam game in Stillwater and got absolutely crushed for it afterwards. Remember that game? They were like wouldn't down pass. 20. He wouldn't pass the ball and get anyone else involved. <laughs> they were down 20. He brought them all the way back. They got into overtime and lost. I think I'm remembering this correctly. And ended up with like 47, 48 points, but just got lambasted afterwards for uh, being selfish. Yeah. So that guy went for 43 in the NBA last night. All right. We'll take a break. Uh, Porter Moser joins us live at 8.50 this morning. Final segment of the show. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, Teach, let's try to hit the uh, mark on this commercial break so we can give Coach Moser as much time as possible. Uh, 8.50 is when I told him we'd have him on today. So, <sighs> Any texts that you want to get to uh, since we don't get to get to them last segment? <laughs> we got a couple here. Sorry, I just saw a tweet that said <laughs> just saw a tweet that said the baseball writers would be uh would probably uh keep Tom Brady out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah cuz he deflated the football. He should true. be out of the Hall of Fame. Probably, probably true they would. Uh let's see here. These last two uh well that one's for me something personal. Um start Tanner, Shag, Hark, Goldwire. And Johnson, then run Cortez, Hill, Nolan, Jacob, and the Aussie. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Go okay. back to the starting lineup. What was uh, that? Tanner, uh-huh. Shag, Hark, okay. Goldwire, okay. and Johnson. Is Johnson going to be good to go? No, he's hurt. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's hurt. Okay. He's out for a while. I, 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 um, I we talked about this the other day. I like the idea of Shagwa and Tanner on the court together. If it's doable, you know, it would require, I assume, Shag, because I think he'd be the one you'd move to the four to learn a new position in all their offensive and defensive schemes that he, he hasn't learned. So I don't know how easy or hard that would be. But with the rebound troubles they've been having, I do think it's worth looking into, and maybe it has been looked into. I have no idea. I, I'm not going to ask. Porter Moser that because he does if that is something they've been looking into he would certainly not want Mike Boynton to know it he that would be something they would want to spring on an opponent as far as I know it's not something they've looked into but I personally like that idea if it's doable of getting Shag and Tanner on the court together okay go ahead I'm sorry T-Row class act as usual it's notable that you're taking the high road with the betrayer Tebow that must have been quite a phone conversation. Oh, how Sooner Nation would like to know. Still seething Sooner from T-Town. How they would like to know what we talked about on the phone? Mm-hmm. I'd be glad to tell you. Just he uh, Short, Chris Plank was in the car, so he could tell you. It was like a five-minute conversation at most. He called and said uh, how much he appreciated uh, our working relationship and and professionalism through the years and wished me the best and I wished him the best and that was it. It was simple. Just uh, two guys that worked together a lot and I was very appreciative that he reached out and 
I did like I think I said after um he left, I don't know if we'll ever hear from him again. You know, I mean that's somebody I, I worked with for a lot a lot of times, a lot of years, and did a lot of interviews together and and um so the fact that he reached out and said that uh you know, he appreciated our working relationship together and how everything was always handled. That's not always the case. I mean, you see TJ some, not necessarily with me, but you see with some uh, broadcasters and coaches through the years. Sometimes when you're, sometimes it gets a little sideways. It's happened at OU before where a head coach has gotten upset with a play-by-play guy or a color analyst or something. Sometimes they have to say something the coach doesn't like or or uh, access is denied and it tweaks off uh, the broadcast or whatever the case may be. And we had a very good relationship. So he was just reaching out saying uh, he appreciated uh, our relationship. And I said, thanks for the phone call. And that was it. Nothing more than that. There was no job offer extended. I have heard some speculation about that. There was no job offer extended, nor would it have been accepted if it was. It is my belief that he had some device that your phone is now being tracked and recorded for intimate and private Mm -hmm. conversations with Josie at breakfast, and uh, it's (laughs) relaying that information back to L.A. He planted the chip through that phone call by me answering Uh, the call. You answering and saying hello, you are now tracked, yes. (laughs) You might be right. You might be right. What else you got? I don't know why this came in. It's just a picture of a loaf of bread with bananas stuck in it. It says, made my first banana bread. Mm. So there you go. Thank you. You know, that's what you do sometimes when you're stuck in on a snow day. You make banana bread. (laughs) Send funny pictures, I guess. Yes. No, yeah, yeah, you see what you got. Hey, what do we got in the cabinets? We got, uh, you know, we got in, the ingredients to make a loaf of banana bread. I've never said that That's in my you life. Do when you get stuck in the house. <laughs> Any time, stuck or not. Do you ever make loaves of bread? Never. I've banana, never made a loaf of bread uh, ever. Pumpkin? No. Uh, 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 you can name all the breads you want to. Uh, I've never made the... a bread. What's the other pop? That's not something you guys do at your house. Do you look down on people who do? Because it sounds like you're being pretty no, snotty. Right no, no, I'm not being it. snotty. I'm just like that's like a lot of commitment and work. So I'm like uh, giving it up for the it's people not. that do that. I just I'm not going to do it. I'm not talking about making a loaf of bread from scratch. I'm talking about making a making a, 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 a banana bread. No, I never have. No, it's never even crossed hmm. my mind to. You make your own bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I, like I'm not. You I'm not a big baker, bread. though. I'm so. No, just haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't. You want me to go home and make banana bread this weekend? I didn't appreciate your attitude about <laughs> laughing at people who do make banana breads. <laughs> My apologies. Or other types of breads. My apologies. Uh, if I have offended anyone out there about my take over banana bread, I apologize. Thank you. I think that's how I you're supposed to do that. that. Warranted. Yeah. I think that was warranted. Right. What else you got? We got time for a couple more. Uh, we're actually caught up. We are caught up on the text line. Uh, there are a couple of people out there in trouble, TJ. Um, UCLA's Mac Etienne, basketball player. Was in street clothes last night, so I don't know if he's injured or what. But he's been arrested for apparently spitting at some Arizona fans last night on his way off the court. 
Have you seen the video of this? Mm, no. The team's leaving the court, I think at the end of the game. Maybe it's at halftime, but I think it's at the end of the game. UCLA got beat by Arizona. And this guy looks like, anyway, from the video, he is spitting at some fans as he's walking off the court with the team. Mm. Arrested for it. Should have been. Not good. Can't be spitting at people. Alabama defensive coordinator Pete Golding. That's a familiar name, TJ. Yes. When, uh, when Oklahoma was looking for a defensive coordinator, he was one that was hotly rumored. He has been arrested for DUI last night down in the Tuscaloosa area, I think. Not good. I'm not laughing at that. That's not good. I'm seeing the video, and all you it's reminding me of. Nah, yes, I'm, all I'm thinking of is a Seinfeld episode. Back into the side. Back into the side. But, no, I'm it not laughing like at the he's uh, DUI. He's giving, he's giving the spitting motion anyway. Yes. No, he spit. Um, he spit on the first one. You, you see there it, it leave his? There, that, there it, it is. Leave his? Uh, that loogie went right off that guy's elbow. Boom, right in the forehead. You have actual evidence of the loogie? I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it now. I'm slowing down the footage. Okay. Yes. That is one magic loogie. Porter Moser, pre-Bedlam, live next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, Gallagher Iba Arena, Bedlam Round 1. And it is our pleasure to be joined now by the head coach of the Sooners, Porter Moser. Coach, good morning. How are you today? I'm great, Toby. How are you? I'm doing good. Is this? I, this isn't quite Chicago, but do you, are you feeling a little more uh, like home this week with this winter weather? You know, I'm at the Griffin Center here on campus right now. I'm looking out the window and I'm seeing the parking lot and the snowbanks. I do. I think my kids are loving it because, like, the warning of snow, they got like three days of school canceled. Like in Chicago, you, it'd be 18 inches on the ground, and they'll say, um, classes are canceled till 11. Yeah. You've got to be there at 11. Like, it was, <laughs> they were, they're loving it that the three days is canceled. We're not super equipped to deal with it here in Oklahoma. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty glorious. I lived in Indiana for five years, and, I mean, it would take a massive blizzard to cancel school. So it is pretty fantastic yeah. around here. Well, how's the week been of practice for you guys, Coach? You know what I did? We, we've been going so much. Like, we were at, you know, West Virginia. It seems like we have two days between each game. You know, we came back from Auburn and had turn right around on Monday. So what I did, I, I, I gave them uh, Sunday off, and uh, or I gave them Tuesday off, and then Wednesday we just had film, and then I gave them the rest of the afternoon off just to get, get their minds and bodies. They're really, they're really sore and everything. And, and then we had a great practice yesterday. We watched film. Um, getting them, you know, there shouldn't be any motivational speeches with Bedlam. And this is my first Bedlam, and, but we've gone through a lot with the, the videos and showing them the history of this thing. And uh, I'm excited to, to have these guys, you know, be, be involved in this and getting ready to compete. But we had, we, we, we had a good day. I think our guys are fresh mentally and physically to get two days off. It's the first time we've had two days off since before Christmas. Do you feel like morale has stayed high, considering, you know, things haven't gone your way the last uh, couple of weeks or so? 
Absolutely. I mean, I was asked that question before, like, hey, how's the locker room? I'm like, hey, we're, we're, all, we're all in the same boat. We're fighting to win. We're, 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 we don't love this. You know, it's, it's a, a pit in our belly. But, man, this, this group's going to stay together. This group's going to fight. This group's going to stay positive. And uh, so the, the morale, we're hungry. We're, we're, we're pissed and we're hungry. You know, we, we're trying to, trying to find ways to get, get a win. And uh, that's the morale it, it, is in the locker room is, is that we're hungry, we're pissed, and we're working. What do you know uh, or have observed from afar, or what have you been told about this thing we call bedlam here in Oklahoma? Man, just the, the, how this, you know, how it is in the state. Talking to a couple of the guys from Oklahoma, talking to Kay Davis. It's fun talking to Kay Davis right now. He's, he's amped up. Uh, Kay's a GA on my staff that, that played here. Um, talking to some of the Oklahoma guys. So it's, uh, I, love, I love rivalries. I, I, I love them. Um, and I, I love ones that, like, in a state like this, you know, that, you know, these two prominent schools go out at each other, same league, it, it's going to be fun. What are your thoughts on Mike Boynton's team this year? You know, I'm, I'm friends with Mike. I think he's doing a great job. They got a lot of weapons. They got a lot of experience at their guards. They got some older guards. You know, I think Avery Anderson, you know, just really gets them going. Um, they, they, they got a lot of... Uh, you know, athletic, six four, six five guards, but then they are relentless on the offensive glass. And I know that's the same story you hear almost every time in this league. And it's also what you and I talked about before the TCU game. And it was the biggest disparage on the rebounding that we've had, and probably in my career, to, you know, forty two to twenty on the glass. So we've got to rebound there. You know, they get going with that crowd. It's right on top of you. I've, I've coached in there before. I actually coached the very first game of the opening of the new Gallagher. I was the head coach at Arkansas. Really? Yeah. And um, wow. so I know that fans are right on top of you there. And uh, we got we got to control, you know, the, the transition game and their offensive rebounds. Oh, well, rebounding, let's talk about it for a second. It was uh, not a pretty result against TCU. So how do you, do you fix that? Is it just going back to technique? Do you consider – Lineup tweaks, what all goes into trying to fix the rebound issue? There's a lot of things. We, we talked about this earlier, and I, I remember I put the bubble up on the, on the rim and just anticipating every shot to miss. But it's got to be a shared responsibility. It's got to be all five guys. Guards have got to rebound. The guards can't play 26 minutes and have one rebound. You know, it's, it's got to be everybody. You know, bigs can't play 27 minutes and have one rebound. You know, we've had, we had a couple of those. And we, we've, it's got to be shared responsibility. You know, it's got to be an old-fashioned, you know, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the fight in the dog. I mean, yes, you know, TCU was bigger and longer, but and big guys hate it when you block out and get in their legs. you got to go get in their legs and then go attack the release and go get it. You know, sometimes we're going to box out, but then we don't release and go get it. You know, it's, it's like that old Seinfeld thing. The biggest part of the reservation is to hold the reservation. Remember that episode? It's the biggest part of the <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You've yeah. you got to release and go get it. you got to release and go get it. Tanner is obviously a pivotal uh, piece of your team. I remember you saying in the preseason, we need him to score for us. He's your leading scorer, but he had a good road trip. Uh, played really well at West Virginia and, and played well at Auburn. Had another game where he didn't give you many points against TCU the other day. Uh, how do you how do you make sure Tanner is a bigger part of your your offense? 
you know, the consistency is, is big, you know, you know, the consistency with him. Um, I just talked to him. I met with him yesterday again and just let him know that like, it doesn't have to be whether you see it go in on your first couple shots. Like, I think sometimes he thinks of his first shot and he airballed his first shot um, against TCU. And he never, I'm saying, you know, I mean, you should talk to yourself and just be like, you know what? I'm a 50% shooter. If I miss the first five, I'm going to say to myself, "Uh Oh, here it comes, man. (laughs) The numbers are going to even out. You got to talk to yourself and not listen to yourself. I think he sometimes listens to himself and gets down. And that's sometimes common with guys that go in, in, in up and down with their confidence. And, so just try to feed his confidence. Try to feed him, you know, put him in position to get some, some shots. But he's got to feel great if he gets a, a big rebound, a defensive stop. You can't put all your confidence eggs in the shooting basket. And that's a lesson for all kids. I say it to my camps. You know, there's, get yourself going because you got a loose ball. Get yourself fired up. Talk to yourself. Hyped up about getting a good defensive stop. Because you, you you're going to have games where you shoot and miss a couple shots to start the game. And you just can't let the rest of your game go downhill if that happens. I assume rebounding is one of them. What are some of the other keys for you to get victory tomorrow? Uh, the rebounding is, is, is number one, two, and three. Um, and then, you know, the, the transition, they run. They're very, very athletic. Their guards are really athletic. They pressure you on the perimeter, and then they got the kid, Cisse, who's a rim protector. So they're gonna, we got to be strong with the ball. They're going to try to force turnovers during the top in 15, 18 in the country and forcing turnovers. We, we've got to take care of the ball, um, you, know, and, you know, especially on offense with the low turnovers. We've been a little bit better with that. Um, and then, you know, you've got to make some shots. We, we've, we've, we haven't shot. I mean, last game we didn't shoot it very well at all. We had a lot of good looks, too, against TCU. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the confidence stepping in and, and making some shots in that arena, too. You've got to, you got to you know, if they're going to pressure you like that, you're going to be able to have to make some shots. 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, it'll be Bedlam round one. Coach, thanks so much for joining us this morning. I'll see you tomorrow up in Stillwater. All right, Toby. Take care, man. We'll see you. There you go, Porter Moser. Thanks to Coach for joining us today. Thanks to Dave Humzacker for joining us today. Kevin Henry will join me for pregame coverage tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. live from Gallagher-Iba Arena. Have a great weekend, everybody.